0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ episode 208, it's your boy A-Dub.
1: And your boy Streezy, what's up Slack family? Welcome back, man. Welcome back, welcome back. Yes,
0: what's good? Uh, We back in the building for another week in sports talk. And this week we are going to be doing a Slack Express. Um, You know, life happens, different uh, circumstances arise. So we actually are doing this one a little bit pre-recorded. But one thing you may know is that we always will bring you a show every Tuesday at six o'clock Mountain Standard Time. We're jumping off, so... um, Right now, we won't be able to have you guys as a part of our show and kind of include your comments in this show portion. But please, please make your comments. Uh go ahead and make your comments on the YouTube channel and um you'll be checking us out. We're gonna be trying to join you as well in there to kind of get your guys's comments and engage with you during the show. Uh, but for right now, we're gonna be doing this pre-recorded live solo type of thing. Um uh, yeah. with that being said, Strizy, check in with us. How are you doing, man?
1: How are you feeling? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh it was, it was a great, great weekend, real chill. Got to watch uh uh, UFC, I think two ninety two. Uh, my boy Sean O'Malley got the dub, man. He got the uh, he won yeah, the featherweight uh, championship. He's a, he's an Arizona native, man. He, he's one of my favorite fighters right now. So we were we were hyped, bro. I feel like every bar in Arizona was hyped to see him take it. Um, I love Aljamain Sterling. I'm not saying he's a he's a legit fighter too. Um, another really dude that you know I, I really enjoy fighting. But if I had to choose between the two, man, O'Malley's my boy. So he was he was hyped. I mean, that dude's right hand is is Firepacker,
0: man i i definitely was just saying yeah I definitely was rude for the home kid and um, i do have one question about that one a little bit later on but um but for now let me go ahead and get these graphics and then we'll go ahead and bring up our first topic of the day me, what's up next no let's check it out man
1: real quick Oh, tuned oh,
0: tune to, to nfl talk.
1: talk let's get it
0: all right nfl talk uh, we have to start off with a little bit of a crazy story a sad story um, you know, the NFL uh, preseason is in full effect. This is week two now for most teams. Yeah. And um, we had a seat, saw a scene uh, this weekend eerily similar to, um, to last year's, the Mar-Hamlin scene. But we had um, the Patriots rookie Isaiah Bolden. Uh, he collided with a teammate, actually, was knocked unconscious and had to be carted off. This happened in the fourth quarter of the preseason game and after kind of the team's um you know they kind of gathered on the field and then the coaches actually came together and decided to that they were going to suspend the rest of the game so that game was suspended early but it's i I think you and i both agree with the decision to go ahead and 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 cut it off it being preseason everything like that but just sad situation altogether.
1: yeah yeah man it's tough dude you know what i mean like things like this it's like you you can't prevent them you know what i mean like no matter what the nfl does every year to try to you know you know, we're trying to make this, the game safer, this and that, new helmets, new pressurized things, uh, everything, mm-hmm. right? Like, the game's a dangerous sport, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, wholeheartedly, you know, we, we saw it last year happen to uh, Demar Hamlin, you know, of the um, of the uh, Buffalo Bills, and they stopped the game immediately there. And, you know, I'm glad they kind of did the same thing here, just mutually stopped the game, man, because it's, you know, I know, I know it's super competitive, but I know at the end of the day, all these dudes love each other. Uh, nobody wants to see each other you know, no one wants to see somebody uh cart off that way and uh it's just it's a scary feeling man like these dudes are big dudes they're fast you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I, I I remember uh back in the day like you know playing playing high school football stuff like that and you know, I just I, I don't know man you just sometimes some of like the the not even like sometimes like the running the craziest hits still yeah they take you out you know what I mean and like <laughs> you get up you're seeing stars you're dizzy you might mess around and vomit, you know what I mean. And that's from a regular hit. You're okay, but you see something like this, man, it turns your stomach. You know what I mean. So yeah. I'm glad that the decision that they made to so just go ahead and cut it because after that, nobody wants to play. You know, what right. I'm saying? Nobody wants to play anymore.
0: Yeah, and especially if you're not in the right headspace to actually play, like then you know that's even more dangerous to be out there. So exactly. Um, but no, I do agree with you. And no, it'd be like those freak incidents or those like random ones, not necessarily the the hits you would expect, but those like certain things that you know will. Uh, will be really scary and like you said, very dangerous sport um, anytime you're out there, you know strapping it up uh, you know there's potential for something bad to happen but especially in the preseason when it's not that serious uh, of, of you know the result definitely you know good to cut it off and just to to get him out of there get the players out of there so um he was released from the hospital though on Sunday so the next day he was just kind of uh you know over kept overnight for evaluation yeah. but all is good there um, so that's good to hear. Um, another thing for preseason though it's kind of interesting is that Aaron Rodgers is supposed to make his Jets debut in the preseason. Now he actually hasn't played in the preseason since like 2018 I think <laughs> yeah. the last time but you know him being with the Packers so long and being a veteran like you know preseason loses to the, its importance but I think since he's like a you know on a new team like in a new squad like it's good for that. Um, yeah. What do you think about that though would you want to play in the preseason or would you just be like whatever.
1: Now honestly, for me, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, like number one, he's getting older. He's not, you know, he's not 33 anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and he is with a brand new team, brand new offense, brand new scheme. Um, but I would treat it the same way you treat all of your 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 veteran guys, your your franchise guys. Get him in there for you know um a series or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the first series goes well and he doesn't take any hits, cool, give him another one. Uh but the thing is, you know, with, with preseason and not preseason, but with camp. Your deep, your defense is not coming after you as hard as a real opposing team is, right? right? So you're just, you're just literally not getting the best possible looks you can because no one's trying to hurt you. They're for damn sure not trying to hurt their franchise quarterback well, I, I know they been- <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they're not trying to go back to Zach Wilson. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I, I, I think it's a good thing. But you know, if he gets hit, like sacked once, it's like, nah, bring him back out. Like you know, we yeah. He got a couple. He got a couple game time reps. You know what I'm saying, and, and that was it. Uh, but you know, Aaron Rodgers is a smart dude. He'll throw the ball away. He'll go down. Whatever the case may be. But uh, I think I think it's a good thing. I, I think it's a good thing for all of the uh, prime starters to get some real time reps in. Nothing crazy. They, they're veterans. They played this game before. But
0: real no, reps yeah. are,
1: are better than practice reps. You know what I'm saying?
0: No. Yeah, I agree. You know especially after they spend all, all off season talking about getting this guy and how they're, you know, Super Bowl bound and all this stuff, you know, you definitely yeah. know that his defense isn't going after them in practice. Um, but yeah, I would want to feel the same way. Just kind of get that dress rehearsal out of the way, do that yeah. walkthrough, you know, put the uniform on, go out there. I think that those things are important a little bit. I'm kind of just disappointed that the Cowboys, apparently they're not playing any of their starters in, in the preseason at all. Um, at least that's what they said the plan has been, and they haven't played them so far. So I kind of don't like that. I'm like, don't come out rusty by first, you know, that first game. That'll be super whack. So I would kind of want to play uh, my squad. But speaking <laughs> of our squads, um, I definitely wanted to get your opinion on the Panthers um, after their week two, and especially Bryce Young. Um, which way is the arrow pointing for you now after week one? Now seeing his performance in week two? Both have been kind of quiet. Yeah. Um, what, what are you, how are you feeling?
1: I mean, it's like, at least they put some points up, but it still had nothing to do with him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, as a team, it's just, you know, it's preseason, right? So you're just seeing a lot of these third and fourth string dudes who are trying to make the team go out there and play. But from what I've seen from the starters so far, it just hasn't been good. You know what I mean? And, you know, it it, it sucks because, like, I I know it's preseason. They, they got a lot of bumps and bruises to go. He's a rookie. Um, I think the thing that sucks the most for me, though, is that, Number one, I'm not a fan of Bama quarterbacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So like, I already kind of have a, a negative sense in my head about him being there. And two, um, I wanted Anthony Richardson and seeing his rookie debut last week be so well. It, it, it kind of sucks, right? So like, right now my my output is just so negative because I'm just like, man, like I I didn't want mm-hmm. Bryce Young. I wanted Anthony Richardson. Bryce doesn't look good right now. Anthony Richardson does. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. It's kind of frustrating. I, I hope they can turn it around. I hope they can fix it. You know, like Pops is always saying, you know, franchise quarterbacks don't just fall off trees, you know what I'm saying? But, right. man, like, I, I I really, really believe that Richardson was going to be, like, the the guy in the draft that, like – I mean, he was the third quarterback pick, so it's not like he was overlooked. But I, I think he's going to be kind of like the Justin Herbert, right? Like The, the quarterback yeah. that wasn't picked first but still – But has the tools and yeah. – Yeah, it's one of the better ones out there. So – and man, he's just—he's bigger. He's—he's he's like a bigger, stronger. He's like a—he's like a faster Cam Newton and a bigger um, Lamar Jackson and yeah. Anthony Richardson. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, like you know, I don't know. I just—he look—he looks so it's good. A little discouraged, but hopefully they can fix it. But the offensive line got to do some work too, man. They're struggling to keep you know our quarterbacks safe, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. it's not—it's not looking good right now. I'm not—I'm not, I'm not exactly happy with what I've seen. <laughs>
0: Well, two weeks from this Sunday, they'll be opening up against the um, the Atlanta Falcons. So hopefully they get it together. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see. But I do feel bad for Young and like so many of these top draft picks where they're always constantly compared to their peers. And so like you can never really judge their performance without that extra lens of knowing like we could have had this guy. We could have had that guy. You know, it's a whole Mitch Trubisky and Patrick Mahomes thing for sure. So right. um, that part sucks. But I hope that he will do well for the Panthers. Um uh, checking in on my on my squad, um, the Cowboys. Uh, they lost some players to injury, which uh, which uh, definitely sucks in the preseason. You never want to have that happen. Um, but one kind of exciting thing is Deuce Vaughn. Uh, Pops and I have been kind of debating on whether he's going to get a serious look or not, mm-hmm. whether he's going to get serious touches when when you know actually season comes along. But yeah. he's made some uh, you know a handful of electric plays, so I do think he will get a chance to get out there. And also considering like our running back depth isn't the best behind Pollard like it's all young like first or second year guys so
1: yeah
0: we'll see that's been kind of something exciting but I do have to say like the NFL is kind of touting it up too like they keep releasing things on their social media and like putting out different clips like talking about Deuce Vaughn and I know it's a feel-good story and I know it's awesome because he's a little guy you know playing against big guys but I hope it's more than that you know what I'm saying I want to see some real production during the regular season and yes. I'm really hoping for that
1: for sure. I wanted to mention this little real, real quick too. There's a there's a player that's been been playing in a, so far both of the preseason games on the, on the Lions, their their uh, their first round uh, linebacker Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. And that kid's nice, bro. Yeah. Like, that kid has been phenomenal. <laughs> like that kid has been like <laughs> you like, I don't know if they do awards for preseason, but that kid's been really really good, man. So, um and Aiden Hutchinson isn't even playing yet, so the the Lions defense might actually look pretty all right, you know what I'm saying? Pretty all right this year. Uh, yeah, kid, Dan Campbell looks really, really good.
0: But Dan Campbell's the coach's name. Is that the? Pl- that's yeah, not the player's that's
1: name. Uh, uh, is it John Campbell? But, I, but yeah, I, Jack Campbell. Jack, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. Yeah, yeah, Jack Campbell. I'm both thinking the coach's name, but yeah, Jack Campbell. He looks nice, bro. Like he looks really, really good, man. He's he's making play after play, um, and he's he's just been an absolute monster. So you got him, and then you got Aiden Hutchinson coming. You know, coming back. Probably he probably won't play in the preseason, honestly, because he doesn't really need to mm-hmm. um, as a defensive player, but. Uh, who, who knows, man? Like, they, they might be all right.
0: Yeah, you know, people are touting them as a potential Super Bowl contender. I don't know, but, you know, there's only a handful of teams, like five or six teams on either side, um, like the AFC and the NFC, that I feel like could really actually get to the big dance. Maybe they're creeping back towards that. Um, but I definitely want to see how they build on their the, that first year with Dan Campbell and keep going. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, that's what's up. I I, I do like the preseason. It's kind of exciting, but it's almost becoming more like the NBA summer league where you're only watching the rookies. Like, that's, you know, and, and like, there's nobody else really playing, which is kind of cool, though, because you do get to see these other guys play and you'll get to see, you know, which ones actually make a splash
1: in the future. For sure. Um,
0: but that's our little report, uh, but we're, we're really close. Uh, this Thursday will be two weeks away from the opener with the Lions we were just talking about up going up against Super Bowl champion Chiefs. So uh, very exciting times. And Secure the Bag will be back, and also our Pick'em will be back. So we'll get ready for that, and we'll be sure next week to kind of give you some more details on that and start putting out those links. Uh, so get ready. Um, breezing on through on this Slack Express, we have NBA Talk. Um, Team USA, they finished up their preseason campaign going 5-0 and against the, uh, their their uh, exhibition opponents. And last night it was Germany – or the other night it was Germany um, with um, with um, our boy Schroeder. You know, he, he was doing his thing, but – they were actually down by I think it was 16 at one point in the second half. Yeah. Came back and won um, with some lockdown defense. And Anthony Edwards is kind of leading the charge as that best player on the team. But
1: yeah. you think, uh, what do you
0: think? What do you think of what you've seen so far with Team USA?
1: So far, so good. You know, you know, it's funny. You know, I was a little eerie about this team at the beginning, but looking at a lot of the other national teams, a lot of their primary players aren't playing either. Right. I'm saying so a lot of a lot of their big name players who are in the NBA still like they're actually not playing. So. This 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 um our USA team is actually doing really, really well. I was I got a little worried though when we were down sixteen, honestly, and you know, Dennis Schroeder was killing them <laughs> and and and, thing, and they were they were kind of killing them at the beginning. Uh, but like you said, man, defense came through. They got a lot of a lot of steals um coming up. Uh Reeves had a really good uh go-ahead basket three and a steal dunk. Um yeah. and so I was just like, and then uh it was it started it's uh what started it was uh was Reeves and um uh, the kid from uh Halliburton. Indiana.
0: yeah
1: yeah they, they started the charge man yeah yeah they started the charge and then you know anthony edwards came back in and just took right back over the, yeah you know, it was 34 points and that's that's crazy for international play you know what i'm saying that's, 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 that's a lot. lot you know and it's definitely a lot so uh he came through and and he's he's been the man for this team so far man he played really really well
0: yeah i like that you mentioned though Halliburton and reeves coming off the bench because they actually came off the bench but closed the game on yeah, the court, you know, exactly. um so that is a kind of been a been a little bit of a twist uh, for Steve Kerr. But yeah he's he's getting a lot of this and you're right I was worried about this team at first too but it was really until we kind of broke down the roster and you and Marcus convinced me that it was gonna actually work out pretty well. So it's yeah. been exciting to watch. I do hope they make a run even though it's not gonna be how it's been in the past where it's just like an automatic slam dunk if you will for team USA. I still think that they could potentially get it done but it's gonna be very exciting to see so um that's where we're at with basketball. That actually starts. They're headed to Manila, and I think it starts next week. Um, The other thing is James Harden. We know we, we talked about him and his Daryl Morey comments, but now the NBA is apparently investigating the situation to determine if um there was some kind of a potential of him, like, talking about a holdout or, you know, or if he was actually talking about past negotiations that Daryl Morey lied about and there were, you know, that – those past negotiations could have potentially like been tampering or like salary cap type of uh, evasion. So yeah. uh, they're actually investigating this incident. James Harden is standing on basically that he's only said that in, re- in reference to them, like not trading him this off season. but we'll see, you know, it's always scary once the NBA starts investigating <laughs> to know. See what might start happening. So start asking um, text messages and emails. Exactly. And it's crazy because, this is kind of the same thing that the NBA did like a month and a half ago with Dane Lillard, yep. and he still hasn't been traded. Like that whole thing froze up too. Yeah. So it's like maybe these players are, are putting too much out there and it's starting to kind of um, you know get the NBA involved where they could potentially start blocking things. It's pretty yeah. crazy.
1: Exactly. Which kind of sucks because this is like – you know speaking on Dane Lillard in Miami, like this is exactly what happened to Miami last year. Like we put all of our eggs in trying to get Kevin Durant – and we ended up with literally no one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, we made literally no offseason moves last year because we put all of our baskets in KD. So it's like if, if the same thing happens again where we don't end up getting Damian Lillard, then we literally lost a bunch of good players. You know, we lost Gabe Vincent to you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We lost, we lost Max Struess, I think, to uh, Cleveland, I believe. Um, so like, we lost two really good players, a really good backup point guard. Um, honestly, it should have been our <coughs> starting point guard, if I'm being completely honest. Um, yeah. But uh, you know we lost him. We lost our you know one of our snipers and, and Max. Um, so it's like if we if we ended up not getting game again, we're going into another year with basically be, be same it's team but a weakened team. You know what I mean? And we we haven't made we haven't made no offseason move. So hopefully, man, we we figure this out and get something moving.
0: Yeah, or else they'll be looking at Bolster to pull a rabbit out of hat again and go again. find some other undrafted players. You know to try to be role players for, for a finals run.
1: Yeah. I like the rookie yeah. we got though. The rookie we got is nice. So I think he, yeah, honestly, he's going to be any, he's probably going to be a part of any trade we do, especially for Dame. But mm-hmm. you know, if we, if we don't get the if we don't get to get Dame and we get to keep him, uh, I think Spell will be able to, to, to bring him in nicely. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I can definitely see that for sure. But, um, the NBA is about as quiet as it's been in a while. Uh, we'll check in on the world cup. That'll keep us, you know, keep us satisfied a little bit on the hoop side. And then, um, you know, we'll be back before we know it. But uh, let's keep this thing moving. Next up, we got other sports. And it was kind of cool. The Little League um, the Little League MLB thing uh, went on this weekend. And basically, mm-hmm. it's where, you know, during the Little League World Series, they have an actual game um, with, you know, the pros in the Little League field. It's kind of bigger uh, when they actually put, put the uh, MLB players on there. So that way they're not just hitting home runs left and right. But one interesting thing this year was the Phillies versus the Nationals. Um, is that they had, like, all these different design bats. And this one was definitely my favorite. Like, to me, this design is hard. It looks like the number two pencil, like a giant number two pencil. Yeah. And that's pretty gangster. Like, this is kind of thing that's just kind of cool and different for this, uh, since it's a special event game. But, you know, nothing that they could normally do, like, on a regular basis. But I thought that was pretty dope. Um, what kind of bat would you want to rock, though, if you're going to have a special design?
1: If I could have a special design bat... Honestly, I'd, I'd probably go with some type of like anime theme bat, like, yeah. like a Naruto type theme. Like, I, I that'd probably be my theme for sure.
0: that be like
1: a like an Akatsuki scheme, like an all black with the red clouds.
0: That's like that, that's, that'd
1: be sick. That's my stuff, man. That's that's my stuff.
0: That would be tight. That would be tight. That would be bringing a whole different flavor. I'm surprised the Japanese leagues don't have some stuff like that because they have all kinds of fun stuff at their yeah, games they do. and um and, and to keep the fans involved. If I ever do get to go to Japan, I want to go one day it'd be cool to see a baseball game because they go hard out there Um, oh yeah but um let's touch real quick then as we keep this thing moving on UFC now I know you talked about sugar um again but my or earlier but my question for you is do you think at all that the fight was stopped too soon or do you think like it was this is where it was headed
1: no I don't actually so let me explain why so so number one like Shane Shane's he's a striker like that's his that's his bread and butter right like so when you watch when you watch the punch that that knocked him out or knocked him down essentially down, in real time, yeah, it. Yeah, it was clean. Like I mean, he got full fist, <laughs> like full fist underneath, like full cheek under the chin, and it, it, it put him down. Like it put him down, and then the he the ref allowed it to go for a while. What really stopped it was Shane is probably uh, he is probably one of the best at punching dudes again from like that stand-up like looking right now exactly and he, yeah. and he he bounced his head off of the mat again so when you watch the replay he punched him from there and his head like bounced off the mat again and then he, he went down to get hair. some more hammer fists once he did that like at that point al Jermaine was he couldn't even really protect himself he's just he's aware of what's happening so he's moving but he's he's out he's, yeah, he's done yeah. he's got blood coming from his eyes like so I, I don't think it would stop too soon. I think I think Rogan said, you know, because you're the champion, you gotta you know, give him a little bit more time than that. But I I, I don't think I th- I think the rep actually gave him more time than he probably should have because he was he was just getting pummeled at a certain point, like he was just taking hits yeah. and it, it, he would have kept going. Like at some point he would have just kept getting his head smashed to the ground, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta protect him, you know what I mean? Like they might they might have another rematch, a rematch clause since he was the champion, you know what I mean? So True. um you know, keep them, keep them, keep them right for for a rematch. You know what I'm saying? So I feel that. Yeah, I definitely so I, feel that. I actually don't think that one was was done too soon. I, I think it was right on time because he he, like he could have just sometimes when you get knocked out like that, a ref will call it off immediately. Like now he's right. rising back in the back of his head, but now he actually let let him try to regain himself and it was about a solid ten seconds, twelve seconds before he he called it off. So I, I I think it was solid.
0: Yeah, I I agree as well. Some people were saying, you know. It was a little bit too soon, but my thing is, he did give him a chance to get up, to recover, to to change positions at all, and um, you know, also is you know it was so early in the round when he first got knocked down. Yeah, Aljamain wasn't gonna survive, you know, four minutes on his back like this, basically, when the way he was taking these shots. So um, I, I agree. I think it was a, a good call, um, and a right call. But I am uh, happy for Sugar, and especially because he was um he was kind of the underdog in this fight, so. If they do fight again, I hope he can keep the belt. Um, but that's definitely exciting uh, for the hometown kid. So um, that's what's up. I think we're just about to wrap this thing up. We got one more slide to talk about real quick. Yeah. That is Messi and Inter Miami, and they won the League's Cup that they were in. Um, that that and and that's pretty dope. It was actually an exciting fashion. It was penalty kicks that went yep. to overtime. Yeah. Um. But the messy effect that he's had on this club, um, especially in this cup, which they were strategic kind of saving him and building him up and then wanting to use him in this cup to where they could actually win something without going all the way through the playoffs and, like, winning the playoffs. This is kind of like a side quest tournament for the MLS. So that was very smart because it's been giving them the attention but also, like, giving them a chance to achieve something and kind of believe. So um, we'll see from there. But do you think that this messy – situation is going to create other people potentially following him i know we've been
1: talking about this a lot yeah man i, I, I probably like, i was literally talking to my boy about this when i was at his house watching uh, watching the UFC fights like the amount of goals that messi have scored in in such a short amount of games is crazy and the amount of money that they gave i i think i think it will i i think i i get it um you know we just saw we just saw um neymar go over to the saudi league for that big page that big payout but those are some big names if, if they can get some more guys like that on some of these teams i think this could be a kind of a new wave um considering how well ne- messi's been because you know he's, he's he's a monstrous fish in a pond right now you know what i mean right, like right we're talking about talent it's like it's like it's like Messi at the top tier and then there's like two blank tiers under him before they start getting to like other players you know what i'm saying like he, he's, he's, right. he's a monster here so you know before he got there this team wasn't even remotely close to being considered for like the the big championship right now they're actually up there like they're actually a favorite now to to win to win it all you know what i'm saying so and that's all because of Messi. you know what yeah. i mean so will they win i don't know it's gonna be hard there, there are definitely teams that are better than they are but but he like you say like he's adding a different confidence to them making them believe that they can go farther than they probably would have gone without it for sure so for sure. um Oh, I I think I know Ronaldo was talking about how he thinks Messi made the wrong decision. I'm trying to think Ronaldo made the wrong decision because ain't nobody talking about him right now. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Like, He's still. not in our neck of the woods. You know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that the deals are sweet out there and the money is 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 real. But also, like being on the U.S. stage has kind of brought a different light to it. And yep. I think that the timing is right too because soccer has been building and been brewing slowly, slowly, slowly in the background for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe this is the kind of burst the lift it needs to kind of really become a little bit more mainstream around, uh, you know, around here at least. Um, Because we already know the rest of the world is soccer's number one. So Yeah, for sure. Um, But that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, A couple different little things going on. Coco Gov won uh, a big master's level tournament, so congratulations to her. Um, But, yeah, nothing else too crazy. We're going to go ahead and shut it down now. We want to thank you guys for rocking with us all the time. Um that, that was say like a champ episode two eight, 208. two oh eight. We'll be back next week again with you guys live in full effect. And then like we said, very soon to the NFL. Um get ready for the um get ready for the pick'em league and uh, get ready for secure the bag and get ready for your fantasy too. We need to talk some fantasy, maybe like our top maybe five players each, maybe you and I can do or something like that, yeah. where we, we kind of get prepped for fantasy because I know we're going back in your league. And we're putting yep. a little sweetener in the pot this time. Um, yeah. but when is the draft? Actually, is it this weekend or next weekend? I need to. I need to get it's, to uh, to next Sunday,
1: twenty seventh at six.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. There okay. you have it. Um. So I know we got some slackers out there that are participating in the league as well. So um, for sure. That's just a good reminder for us all. And I'll be back to keep my crown, to defend oh, my no. crown. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready.
1: Um, I'm to be throwing you down <laughs>
0: two years in a row, fam. Yes, we're very exciting. Um, but but yeah, we'll um uh, we'll see how it goes. But thank you guys, thank you guys so much for the comments, for the loves, for the likes, for the shares, and we appreciate y'all. We'll see you again real soon. But until then, it's your boy A dub and your boy Striz.
1: Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram.